Hello, church family. This is Marilyn Mitchell, and I'm the Women's Ministry Director for New Vision's Buchanan Campus. And today we are in the book of 1 Timothy, chapter 6, verses 6 through 10. And I'll be reading in the English Standard Version, which says this, But godliness with contentment is great gain. For we brought nothing into the world, and we cannot take anything out of the world. But if we have food and clothing, with these we will be content. But those who desire to be rich fall into temptation, into a snare, into many senseless and harmful desires that plunge people into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evils. It is through this craving that some have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves with many pangs. Oh, friends, if like me this morning you hear and read these words and say, ah, finances, not what I want to talk about today. Can I just plead with you to lean into what the Lord has to say for us? He is for us, not against us in our finances. And what he desires for us is so clear in these few verses. It's contentment. Godliness with contentment is great gain. And verse 7 is so profound, friends. And um, I I know I've talked about it some on this podcast before, but I lost my mom in November of 22. And now my husband lost his mom on July 4th. And I'll just tell you, we've had a, a pretty good run of several years of major losses in our family. And if there's one thing that I've learned is that we brought nothing into this world and we will not take anything out of it. And it's a very so It's a very profound thing to walk through the valley of the shadow of death, to actually walk through the reality of death with those we love. But what it really does is show us how temporary, how fragile is our earthly life, but how precious how precious it is. And I will tell you, I know that you've heard it before, but so many times throughout history, hopefully you've heard um, in in the context of church or or, um, any kind of spiritual gatherings, just the idea that we can't take it with us, that there's nobody who on their deathbed says, I wish I had more money. I wish I had spent more time pursuing money. Why? Because in those moments, we realize how futile it is, how unnecessary it is, how... um, impossible it is to take those things with us. And so they cannot and will not bring contentment because they do not and cannot last for eternity. And so that's why um, God is, is using Paul to instruct Timothy, to coach Timothy, um, this precious believer, this precious teacher, and us how to live a godly life with contentment because that is where there is great gain to be found. And so um, verse 9 tells us that those who desire to be rich fall into temptation and into a snare. A snare is just a trap. It's a cleverly disguised trap intended to catch us unaware. And that is exactly what these desires to be rich will do. And, you know, you've heard this many times too. It, It that the love of money is the root of all evil. And we want to be clear to read scripture as it says, it's not the love of money that is the root of all evil, but the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil. And why? It tells us in the previous verse, it draws people into so many senseless and harmful desires that can plunge us into ruin and destruction. And again, if there's any topic that people are less inclined to want to show up for um, and to lean into, it's, it's conversations about money. It just is. And we all know why, because it is so 
deeply integrated into, and help me here because I know this is going to be hard to hear, but it's, 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 it shows what we worship. It reveals our idols. And I remember being so completely convicted. Um, many years ago, Brady preached a sermon that was basically like, if you want to test the condition of your heart. If you want to examine what's important to you, take a look at your checkbook. Now, many of us may not use a checkbook in the same way, but let's just say let's log into the old bank account, look at the bank statement. What do we spend our money on? Because it is a very good indicator of what's most important to us. And so um, if those things are not things that are pursuing godliness, pursuing um, the kingdom of heaven, which is eternal, then these things are are likely senseless and harmful and maybe leading us to ruin and destruction. You know, since I'm uh, kind of pushing into a tender spot, I'm just going to go all the way with it. We had in July, like the big um, online retailer that everybody um, knows intimately had a super huge couple of days of special deals and maybe many of you like myself um, had more than a couple um, knocks on your door with deliveries from this big day but what it does is if you look at the statistics of this if you see how much money is spent on these days and of course other retailers um, jump into the fray and offer big deals as well but the reality is um, so often it's not real needs that we're meeting and, and that's really what it comes down to is what is our greatest need and what can actually fill it? Can I tell you that it's not money? It's not the pursuit of riches. It's not a bigger house, a better car. Um, it's not buying into this social mentality that more is better. It's quite the opposite. It's realizing that it's godliness with contentment that brings great gain. You know, if we have the bare necessities, we will be content if our eyes are focused on the Lord. Um, I was recently tasked with a wonderful homework of um, meditating on the song, Just Be Held by Casting Crowns. And there's a phrase in that song that says something to the effect of, um, if you keep your eyes on your circumstances, you're going to ask, do I love you, right? But if you keep your eyes on the cross, you're going to know I always have and I always will. I challenge you today to think about that in the context of godliness with contentment. If we're looking at what we don't have, we're going to question if we're doing it right, if we're being blessed, if we have what we need. But the reality is if, if we focus on what we do have, we'll realize that we have so much more than we ever um, could have hoped or imagined and so much more than we actually need. And again, you know, just a sobering thought, but just it's it's real life is that as we near the end of our days, whether that's um, soon or whether that's later, um, there comes this really heavy realization that all of these things that we've accumulated um, really just did not satisfy. And now they have left what's essentially a burden um, for others, right? And so I would just encourage us in light of these passages today, the fact that we brought nothing into this world and we will not take it with us. And friends, I know a lot of times there's a, um, a big focus on building a legacy, leaving a legacy for our children. And surely um, scripture supports providing for our family and providing for future generations. But here's also um, what scripture tells us is that it's not in our hands. We are not in control. We do not get to determine. And you know what? Moths destroy and thieves break in and steal, but only what the Lord has set forth will prevail. So we can rest in him.
for that, for our needs and for the needs of future generations. Um, and so my, again, encouragement to you, my challenge to you, just like Paul is challenging Timothy, is to really ask the Lord today, where am I operating out of a scarcity mentality, out of a what do I not have mentality, and where should I be operating out of a abundance mentality? The Lord is meeting my needs, exceeding my needs. You know, there's a good question that um, Charlie Dates asked, and he said, if you lost all of your possessions today, every single financial and, and physical resource that you have, would your hope for the future or your relationship with God change? Everything we own is a gift from God to be enjoyed and used for God's glory. And so I pray today that as you meditate on these verses and consider where we are, that the Holy Spirit will reveal to you and to me where we need to um, hold loosely what the Lord has blessed us with, where we maybe need to lay down our pursuit of more of everything else and divert that energy to just getting more of him. Being at peace with our current state is what we're after. And Paul says, godliness with contentment is great gain. I pray that you find that today. Be blessed. Mm -hmm.